0: On today's episode, we got a three-man booth. That's right. We got WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry, as we usually do on a Friday. But we're also joined by the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer. And boy, do we have a podcast for you. First of all, we all give our predictions for what's going to happen tomorrow night at AEW's All Out There Big Pay-Per-View. We give our match-by-match predictions. Also, we have two great guests because we have Court Bauer. That's right, CEO of MLW that's doing a restart for November. During this pandemic, we talked to Court. And how about this? You know, what, 22 years after Bash at the Beach 1998? We have the mailman. Carl Malone joins us right here on the Busted Open podcast. And I'm Oops. so pleased to bring on this next guest, guys. He's somebody who's in the Hall of Fame. And, and like, it, it would take an hour to to just throw out all the accolades, you know. Two-time NBA Most Valuable Player, 14-time NBA All-Star, 11-time All-NBA First Team, three-time NBA All-Defensive First Team, you know, rookie First Team. He's got his number retired with the Utah Jazz. And more importantly than all that, the greatest accolade of all is that he was part of Bash at the Beach in 1998, and that is the great. The legendary, the outstanding Carl Malone joins us here on Busted Open. What's going on, Carl?
2: Uh, what you talking about, Willis? (laughs) 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 Who who you talking about, Willis? What is happening? What is happening? How's everybody? First and foremost, how's my brother doing, brother? What is happening with you this morning?
1: Man, I am so elated having you on the show because you know we were fast friends i mean it was, it was we both love wrestling we both from east texas or where well, you're from shreveport louisiana. Louisiana. yeah but yeah, we're, we're on the border you can you can step yeah. one way or the other and be in texas or louisiana right there. <laughs> there And there you go <laughs> I, I mean being being from the the southeast like um it was always good to know that somebody made it from our area, from our part of the country. And you you did it in a way that most people uh, really don't get the opportunity to make it. I mean, being a Hall of Famer, being a guy that showed improvement, you and Jason Kidd, uh, in my opinion, are the greatest improving wrestler uh, basketball players of all time. Because you look at your statistics when you first came in league, all the way until your last month playing, you improved. And a lot of people don't, I don't know if people really look at that as being a deciding factor, but I always do. I like seeing people improving, and you were one of those.
2: Well, Well, Mark. Man, bro, thank you first and foremost for everybody. I met Mark, and Mark and I both were almost starting off at the same time. But what I admire about you, bro, and so many times, Mark, when we think something about a a former athlete or somebody we think, we don't tell them, but I'm going to tell you. What I admire the most about you, bro, and that's why when we touch base, when we touch base, every time we've ever touched base, But all the listening audience out here, Mark Henry was always the same with Carl Malone and vice versa. Now, through our journey, Mark can tell you, I can tell how many people change. How many people change when the camera's in their face. But when when you stay the same, you don't have to ever change. And that's what I love about Mark. And not only that, though, Mark. You got to do something. As a little boy, I dreamed about this. Now, I'm excited about being on the phone with a former Olympian. And why do people say former? Damn it, once you're an Olympian, you're always an Olympian. Let's cut that shit out. That's why I want to set you up like that and tell you. But, Mark... I got a question for you, you little young whippersnappers right now. now. I don't care how old y'all are. I just like to call you whippersnapper because that's a southern thing. Okay?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: What do you know about the great Kabuki? Cabal Bill Watt. Dusty Listen. Road, the American Dream.
1: Stop
2: it. Sergeant Slaughter. Devon Ericks. <laughs> now, you might think I'm on just a little whim there, but let me just tell you. That would be the sportatorium there. Yes, sir. In, in, in Fort Worth, Texas. And the reason I know this, we were four brothers, four sisters. My mom couldn't afford a lot. But every two to three months, she was grinding up enough money working on the green change at jar Pacific here in Junction City there. We would go out there. I always wanted to be a wrestler. You know, they always laugh and say, every athlete wanted to be a different uh, professional. I wanted to be a wrestler. Well, Mark, you got to do it, bro. But more importantly, you stayed the same. And much love, much respect. And that's why I'm excited to be on the show with you, man. And with Jason Kidd, I absolutely love it. But, Mark, when you talk about improving in any profession, wrestling, Mark, you can say the same thing, man. Let me tell you something. I'm going to give kudos to wrestling. It was the most challenging thing that I've ever done as an athlete is so much going on. But the most important thing we trained. Man, we would yeah. we would we we would sit in the ring on lunch break and talk about what we would want to work on and have lunch and start back. Between between conversations, food still in on the mat, we 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 training, and then we come back and eat. So the dedication, and it all goes back to this, Mark. So want to, bro? And you had to want to. A lot of great athletes had to want to. And I'm honored to be on the show with you guys. Now, y'all, you y'all, y'all come on, y'all ask me some tough stuff. Make it hard for me. Go on, well, on.
1: Well, Paul, you was a fan. Well, well, Carl, totally
2: here we, we go. Uh, you're fan. up
0: to. The, uh, it's, you, you, you came to the right place now. You know, Tommy Dreamer, who's a very hardcore fan when it comes to sports, he's he's a bit of, you know, like a little bit of a flake when he shows his dedication to one team or another, but I digress. That's, a, that's a, another conversation for another day. He's got his Utah Jazz t-shirt on. He's got his Utah Jazz hat on, and he can't wait to talk to you because he's a huge fan of yours, so take it away, Tommy.
3: Hey, Carl. Uh, I wanted to ask you, man, like about that match. I literally watched it last night and i remember watching it this was i was in throes of ecw getting hit with steel chairs uh, every single night but i remember i mean here it is number 1 you you just left the finals of the championship how because there's so many things that could not happen today how did you get away first off with wrestling while you're under contract with the utah jets because today like they wouldn't allow an athlete to go in another sport in case of injury
2: well, I had, first of all, uh, first of all, I had an gr- unbelievable owner that that gave me, he gave me a little leeway to do certain things and he would always say to me this right here, don't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay,
2: all right. Hey, I rolled Harley. <sighs> I rode Harley. Don't get hurt. <laughs> but uh, I skydived. Don't get hurt. Uh, but it's, 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 the thing about it, here's here's guys, and you guys are just going to hit home right here. When you do it the proper way and you take it serious, you take any profession, you one step wrong, you one body slam wrong, you one everything wrong, but when you prepare it, I will take my chances because things going to happen, and I've always said it. If I ever had the opportunity to wrestle, I'm going to do it. My opportunity just happened to come <laughs> to an NBA Finals uh, when we put the deal together. But I was, I was, I was comfortable. I trusted. I trusted uh, 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 Dennis. I trusted uh, 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 Hulk Hogan. I trusted these guys that we would all keep each other safe, and it worked out perfect. But I took it serious. I took it serious, just like you guys. You know. And that's what I want to tell everybody. And I'm not just blowing smoke. I was, a while, I was around that summer, for that, for that whole summer, the most well-conditioned athletes and the most dedicated athletes from top to bottom that I've ever been around. And now, I know it's some bad ones in every profession. But <laughs> yeah, that amen. summer, there was a blur to me, and I absolutely loved it.
3: I w- uh, in watching the match, and when you say about conditioning, there's one point I literally thought Dennis Rodman was going to throw up because he was hanging on that. He was blowing wind, man. He was trying to catch his breath.
2: Well, I would say this to you. <laughs> if you stay ready, my grasshoppers, you don't have to get ready.
1: Amen. And uh, preach. I'm not.
2: <laughs> I'm not saying that he was not ready. I'm just gonna say he didn't have his shit right the whole time.
1: <laughs> then, it, then it's like the party man. Dennis was like, look, man. I, <laughs> when the season come, I will train. And but also wrestling is a different type of uh, conditioning. Like you know, yeah, you absolutely. have to regulate your breathing. Uh, you have to, you know, kind of because a lot of times you've, you're thinking so much that you forget to breathe. And, right. and we have we have referees walking around saying breathe because right. guys will you can see them turning blue. you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Like right. I, I've I've been so into it before where I was I'm like, why am I breathing hard? I'm not even doing anything. And then they oh, oh, I'm not breathing. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. back.
2: (laughs) Hey, you, you know what Dallas Diamond Page told me? One of the most, it was so simple, but it was, it really, it really got me straight. He said, Hey, relax, relax. Well, think about this now. Here's a kid that this was my dream getting an opportunity to do it on this stage, the build up on the end with the bash of the beach, let alone all of the uh, uh, promotional things uh, between that, right? And then you're wrestling. That's when you relax. Just let it come natural. Yeah. And when I first started, <laughs> look, let me tell you something. <laughs> you guys, it was like <laughs> funny as hell. So we train training. we train training. And I'm doing all the bump. I'm, 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 I'm uh, putting the guys through all the bumps, you know. I'm, I'm getting them. Well, I'm like, shit. This gonna be pretty easy. They, they protecting me. Shit. I'm a celebrity. I'm the shit. Okay. <laughs> well,
4: <laughs>
2: after lunch, <laughs> we all sitting around. Dallas said. All right, big man. Your like, turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, hey, Mark, you know what? Hey, hey Mark told me you got to know exactly what I'm talking about. He said, all right, now.
1: <laughs>
2: now that we got all the women dressing out the way, now it's your turn. And oh, oh
1: goodness. Oh, oh goodness.
2: <laughs> hey, what hey, did that Mark?
1: first bump feel like, Carl?
2: <laughs> hey, Mark, put it like this. I didn't have my shit right. On the first one, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, hey! After I got body slammed the first time, and I just see, I did, I saw stars for about five minutes, but I wasn't there going to tell them I needed a break because hey, I can't do that shit. I didn't do it. I didn't listen to them. I promise you this. Oh, well, none of the bumps feel great. But I tell you what, when you when you have your shit right and know this going to go both ways, yeah. <laughs> well, you learn to do some things different, don't we, Mark? Yes, hey, sir. I don't know if I'm gonna hit his ass that hard because that that shit get real real quick. And I want everybody to realize something: it all is fine until one of us slap each other a little harder,
1: a little too hard, <laughs> or hit each other. Well, <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> it's it's called a receipt. <laughs> like, if you hit me and I'm bleeding, I'm going to slap you too, and you're going to bleed too. You're damn right. Well, guess what?
2: I don't think I did mine right. And when it came my time, I don't think Dallas did me right. <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> After that, I was doing it right. <laughs>
1: yes, sir. Hey, Carl, hey, you, you, me- you, you said you were a big fan of going to Dallas to – uh, the Sportatorium. Did you ever go down to Lafayette and watch Mid South wrestling?
2: Oh man, are you kidding? Me? <laughs> hold on, man, hold I, that's on. What down in the old town palace.
1: What? Yes.
2: What? Hey, look. How about this? I'm gonna get it. I'm, I'm gonna give you another one. El Dorado Municipal Auditorium.
1: <laughs> okay. You know we, I would have had to get on the bus to go
2: there. Oh hell yeah! You got to go to the bus, and then by the time you get close to getting there, now we're going to shoot it. back in them day. We'll shoot the chickens and all that off the road for you guys to
1: pull through. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to Sillsby, but you you know where I come from—more animals than people.
2: Mark, I don't want to mess with you, bro. We can joke with each other. Yeah, I, hey guys, I, I was going—I started visiting Mark. Man, I got tired of taking my horse off the damn stay off the damn trailer. Cause they don't have stop sign down there. They just, they, they sign with (laughs) this
4: whoa. (laughs) Hey Carl,
1: uh,
3: my guy was dusty Rhodes. Mark Mark's guy was Andre the giant. Who was your guy growing up that said, man, like that made you fall in love with professional wrestling.
1: Oh, that's good.
2: Well, God, why would you do me like that with one? But if I had my go-to, if I had my go-to now, but you can't do that to me, but I will. The American dream. Yeah. Now American I love you eating roast, Look here. Look here. I love dream. his charisma. I loved how his attitude was. To this day, I watch Gold Dust and Cody because of their dad. I, I did I I love their dad. But then cowboy Bill, watch now. Come on, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: You guys, you, hey, you you guys it's, hey, y'all sleep at the wheel over there today, you know? You guys, yeah, hey. no,
1: nah, I, 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 Bill Watts was, I was scared to death. <laughs> him, 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 and, uh, him, him and, him, uh, him and Fritz von Erich, like, I, you knew that Fritz von was gonna kill your hero off. When he was when he was when he was a heel, it wasn't a question of if but when he was gonna get that claw on you and it was gonna be all over with. And oh, the referee hey. was gonna come and try to get it off. The guy <laughs> from outside the ring, the security was gonna come, they were all gonna try to get that claw off, but it was over, man. You know, what it you was over with- about? hey, hey, oh hey but God. look. Hey, I just to me
2: it's like the ultimate ballet. It's like, look here, guys. Hey, Mark, you, you can attest to this. We all in agreement that every profession, athletes, bigger, stronger, faster, more athletic, right? Yeah. Wrestling is at the top of that list, and I'm not bullshit. Okay, how do you get, how, unless you athletic as all get out, how do you get a six, 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 seven, three hundred and some pound person doing what you guys do, Mark. Now, seriously, it's, it's, so it's very when, when you talk about athletes, Show me some better athletes. The, 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 the body is not supposed to do that unless you athletic, and and that's what I'm saying, man. It, it to me, they can say whatever, people can say whatever, do whatever, but I witness the conditioning. I witnessed like literally Dallas and I would just finish a two and a half, three hour workout and three or four hours later we hone in our skills, we go back and do something else. That's all we have. That's what we have to do because we want it to be perfect. Now I'm going to say this guys and I, and Mark going to know what I'm talking about. As great as that match was, Mark, Guys Tell me you guys At Bash at the Beach Would I shock y'all If I would have said It could have been So much better
1: <laughs> No we you had. wouldn't Shock me at all Huh Okay I'm it gonna would, tell you It wouldn't y'all shock y'all me why. Cause everybody wants to y- y- Nothing goes perfectly In a wrestling match It never goes right. perfect It never right. goes to plan You have to right. evolve In that match And make the most Of whatever happens
2: Right And I'm gonna tell you I'm going to keep it real. I love Dennis Rodman. We're great friends. People don't realize this, Mark. Dennis and I, for three years, used to commute back and forth to Oklahoma, Wayman Tisdale, uh, running a pro up there that was sanctioned by the NBA for three years, met him and drove. And you guys, that was a quiet Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is a great person. You know, he really is. And I think the world of him. Now, said that to say this, and that's why I can say it because I'm keeping it real. If Dennis would have took it more serious, it would have been, to me, it could have been mentioned. It, with the powers to be, us taking this serious training, it could have been mentioned somewhere in wrestling folklore. It could have been mentioned that here's two athletes came from another sport, and damn it, they, they
1: did it. It, yeah, it was we good. already say that. We even with it not being perfect in your eyes, Carl. Right. Us wrestling fans and us guys that wrestle. There's 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 three matches that come to mind when it as it relates to uh, people from the outside that came in. The right. first one was Lawrence Taylor's performance when at WrestleMania. The second yeah. one was you and Dennis at Bash in the Beach. And then the third one was recent, uh, Pat McAfee, the kicker that came from out of nowhere. And a lot of people would say Ronda Rousey, but I, I, I don't put her in the category with stars that came into wrestling. She's a fighter. She, right. She, I mean, I, I can't tribute, like say, you know what, because and I think a lot of people would say it's because she's a woman that she would get that. And I'm, I'm I've never been that guy. I, no, I, I think no, I very highly of her. Uh, but I mean, from outside sports like, you know, basketball, football, golf, marbles, tiddlywinks, whatever, like you and Dennis are mentioned, even with it not being perfect. Because right. nothing But you know what I'm perfect. saying, though, Mark. You, you, I know you exactly see what I'm what saying, what Mark. Saying. If, if Dennis because would have applied himself and, and, and not hung out in Vegas, uh, you go. <laughs> then you go. y'all would have had more practice together, and then it would have been that, more cohesive. But right, nonetheless, right. Now, I want you to know that we as fans appreciated it and it's still talked about today. Well,
3: Carl, Dave part. and I yeah. did a show last week about this celebrity appearances and so much we call our listeners the nation. Everybody threw your name in there yeah. of one of the best outsider performances. And listening to what you talk, and, and again, I watched this match last night, I when you even, for the hot tag, when here comes Hulk Hogan, perhaps the biggest wrestling star, you hopped over that top rope with ease, and that has nothing to do with height, that has something to do with agility. That's hard yep, as right. can be. And even your right. first clothesline, you brought it. And right, you brought, it to, you brought you. it to Dennis and even your your cutters. They were sweet <laughs> because Dennis looked a little out there and you literally right. grabbed his head and were like, no, you're taking this ride now. <laughs> so, <laughs> kudos to what you did for us, the wrestling fans. It's also, you have pride in yourself as an athlete You're in the main event, and and if you look at, that was, I did my history and research, that was the most successful WCW pay-per-view in the history of WCW, and that was because a lot of that main event.
2: Well, well, let me tell you something, Mark, and guys, y'all know this, okay? And guys, I say Mark because, man, we're brothers, okay? No no disrespect, but I, I say him first, but I'm talking to all of you guys. Number one, only thing I wanted, you know, I got my dream. I got my shot. You know what they always say, guys? Coach, give me one shot. Put me Just in, give coach. Me one. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. I've been training. Only thing I wanted, I did not want to disrespect uh, wrestling fans and the wrestlers that I admire that was teaching me. I wanted them to be proud of of this outsider that came in, with them not knowing my history. But they didn't realize that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to fly airplanes and wrestle. Now, that's a hell of a combination, ain't it? That's, I love yeah, our military. Is. And I wanted to fly one airplane. That was a Harrier jump jet. Only Marines flew that jet. Now, how would I have done that? unless I moved up in the ranks and I would fly to Harry and land in the parking lot, go kick some ass, get back on and leave. That was impossible. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> but I just wanted, I just wanted them to say, you know what? Cause you know, guys, I can't, I get excited, but you guys, I knew, I knew from the start, I had to prove myself. Yeah. I, and it's amazing Mark, because I knew every, uh, every wrestler in the back, <laughs> every referee, every camera person, they were watching my every move. It was my go time. And boy, when I get out there and then as they say in the country, which some of y'all wouldn't understand it, boy, when you store a ginning though. When they store a Jenin, they call it. That's a country thing. That's yeah. a that's a that's a East Texas thing. That means everything going right there for for you guys from the East Coast and living on <laughs> the rock. When you're Jenin, that mean that means shit. Jumping off. And then I scan and I catch an eye of a wrestler that's sitting maybe standing or you go by them and they look at you and it's amazing because I was like a kid. They just have that smile and that nod. Like, yeah. And I, I can't explain it, God. and I want it more. So I wanted to work harder because I wanted to prove every time I walked to the ring I was better than last time, but I had to hone my crap in a sponge And I'm going to tell you, Dallas Diamond Page and Hulk Hogan, how can I not learn from those guys? And I'm going to tell you something, Hulk Hogan, man, Mr. Eric Bischoff, thank you for making that happen with Hulk Hogan and Dallas Diamond Page. Because they taught me so much and I want and I wanted you guys, Mark, to be proud of me. So man, I wanted you guys to say, That fellow right there did it. And you can tell. So anyway, it just I'm still excited now because I watch it now. I watched it at the dealership the other day. Somebody pulled it up. I didn't know my damn arm reached halfway across the damn ring, so ho couldn't go <laughs> nowhere. So it was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> Carl Carl man, yeah. I we, we, we really appreciate you know, you love the awesome. business. And, and the one thing that, what, what's going on right now? I, I know that um, I see you in magazines and, and on certain, well, you, you're not the biggest social media influencer, but the impressions that I see, I see you uh, smoking cigars, shooting guns, like drinking liquor. What, what, what is the, what, what's the thing that's that's heavy with you right now outside of um, What's going on in the world of basketball and wrestling?
2: Well, well, Mark. Actually, man, I am a I am a connoisseur of cigars, and of course, yours truly with La Aurora in the Dominican, the oldest cigar company in the DR. They created Barrel Age by Carl Malone, my own line of cigar, and also wow. they have a bourbon that we just got Double Gold. It's called E Leon Jimenez. Uh, and we just got double gold in San Francisco with our rum, and we just created our own distribution center here. And within the next two or three weeks, we'll be rolling it out uh, throughout the country. Even though it's already out, but uh, we're doing that. And of course, we own about eight Power Sport, uh, and uh, uh, we own uh, eight dealerships—Power Sports, Toyota, and Dodge stores—and family. And uh, and man, I love to hunt, love to fish. Matter of fact. Mark. When you guys would like to, shit, we, we have you guys to come and do a little filming or doing something. I'm uh this if not this weekend, next Tuesday Wednesday, I'll be setting my uh alligator uh trap. My my, my alligator uh set hooks. Uh I'm gonna be alligator hunting, but I'm a big outdoorsman guys. Uh uh, hey, these uh, guys make don't know nothing
1: about that. <laughs> Carl, but, I I could get a flashlight and get on the boat with you and go hunt alligators, but these two. Yeah, I mean, when you say alligator uh, uh, hunt, that, that's not real alligators, right? That's kind of yes. like that's kind of like a phrase for
0: something else, right? That's not no. Like no, those alligator. are plastic. Those are plastic ones. We go in the store
2: and get and hook them on the oh, okay.
4: uh,
2: hook. just making sure. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, hey, I don't, I don't want to just ruin you guys' mojo, but we put, uh, we put deceased, we didn't, we they deceased, uh, dead chickens on a trouble hook, and, uh, and uh, look here, I'm country man, and, and I don't care if you say shit. Down, who knows? Can say nobody, you want. Can't, can't nobody stop me from being me? But, uh, uh, I, I, I'm them, and then we're gonna eat the Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, dispose of them properly. Because I know you guys, y'all might get a little queasy of the stomach. But yeah, alligator, sir, like alligator, like chomp, chomp, like big teeth, long head, dinosaurs. <laughs> you know them things? Alligator, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll stick to I'll stick to pizza. Uh, really quick, Carl. <laughs> real, real, quick, Carl. Just like an NBA. My boss is yelling at me to get an NBA question, and but I can talk wrestling because that's all I really care about. Hey, the hell but, with your uh, boss.
2: This ain't your boss show. This my damn show today. So we ain't talking I, I, about the NBA. He, he, so I he hear you, my I, but I but I but <laughs> I got. No but I, I want you to I know. keep your job. Now we I got to keep, keep my problems. job. Keep going up. Go ahead.
0: So, like, I guess the you know <laughs> used to play for a team called the Utah. Jazz, uh, they—I don't know if you keep up on the NBA currently, but I guess they got eliminated in the playoffs. I mean, are, what, what happened? Like, you know, is are you still keeping up on them? What happened with the Jazz this year in the playoffs?
2: Well, let me just say this, guy. I—I'm not going to be. Of course, it's Friday, but they normally say Monday morning quarterback. I'm not going to do that. Here's what I'm going to say, and—and and I'm not a political guy, but I'm going to say this right here. We all talk when we don't really know. Now, to your boss man here, uh, sir, uh, I wasn't in the bubble. I don't know. If I was around him, I could tell you what happened. But I'm just going to say this right here. The better team won that series. That's how you got to look at it. And I, I'm not going to start saying what happened, other than what we used to say and what I used to say to to uh, reporters. What happened? Well, I don't know if you were watching what I was watching, but we got our ass kicked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so they did, so, they did. So, Carl, so. what I'm saying I, is, can I give you an assessment, Carl? Please, sir. I don't think that you know what you know what the, that team missed right now, and that's a Tyrone Corbin. They don't have a glue guy that can do everything, that can defend the best offensive player, that can hustle and get rebounds. They need a, uh, for a modern term, they need a Draymond Green on that team. They need a tough guy that can rebound, defend, and pass the ball and get people moving. They got scorers. They got guys that can handle the ball. They got guys that can defend at the, in the post. But they don't have that Tyrone Corbin type of guy that could do everything and get everybody in the places to, to, for them to have success. That. Not Baron Corbin. I said Tyrone Corbin. Oh, oh, I see. I'm sorry. He played with Carl, and he was a <laughs> oh, he right. was a right. he was a really balanced player, and well, he was a guy that could get everybody involved. If you needed him to hit a three, he could hit it. Well, if congratulations
0: to, to the New Jersey Nets for beating the Utah Jazz and moving on in the playoffs. Stop what, what, Dave.
1: Don't make what, me jump through the what, screen. What happened? Hold on. And they're Hold not on. New all, Jersey.
2: First of, all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, somebody <laughs> mute his mic. He what what, what, what the happened? New, Dave, that he said said heat he would Hold, <laughs> on. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. Who is that dude? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> Hey, look. I do man. your job. Mute that man. Whoever <laughs> said the New His Jersey Nets. M- the New Jersey Nets.
0: They used to rule the Meadowlands, the swamps of New Jersey, Mr. Number 32. Every time you came to the Meadowlands in, in, the, in the 90s, you knew what was happening when you stepped into the squared circle with the New Jersey Nets.
2: <laughs> How about would, you uh, give me some of that you smoking or drinking, okay? <laughs> Hey, hey, look.
0: Hey, look. Hey look. <laughs> hey, look. Let me tell you something, calm on, You're lucky that Dennis Robin decided to party before Bash at the Beach in 98. That's all I'm going to say. Who is this guy back
2: there yapping? <laughs> hey, how about this? Let me just throw the gauntlet down. Pick any sport you want to play. And I, how about this old, broke-down, former athlete? Uh, how about... How about I just put you over my knee, young man, and just just, just, how about that? Okay, just don't lay down. That's how we do when we wrestle. We all all, right. hey, Hey, Mark, what we say? All right, now we don't got the talking.
1: Don't to talk wait. about it, be about it. All right, Carl, you know it, what? It, right now, it. right now, right here on
0: Busted Open, Carl, I'm laying down the challenge <laughs> hey, at the greatest, most athletic sport that there is. I'm challenging you, sir, to a thumb wrestling match. That's
1: right. You and I, thumb wrestling. I challenge you on a thumb wrestling hardcore. match. Tommy, we got another, match. We got, hey, another okay, match. we got another match. You know what? I challenge you to a thumb wrestling contest as well.
2: The challenge is right. accepted, young man.
0: Okay. Well, I'm not that young. I'm You're not that young. You. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> seriously, though, hey. Carl Malone, We got to get you back on again because we got more to talk about. World-class, Mid-South. I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, and thank you so much for the time.
1: And we're going to smoke sure, cigars guys. next time. Next time That's we're going to get on. Looking
0: forward to Zoom, cigars, and Elyon Jimenez Rum.
2: I got y'all.
4: Hi, this is Adam Shine, host of Shine on Sports on Mad Dog Sports Radio. The Adam Shine Podcast is back for another football season. I give you my passionate, hard-hitting opinions every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice. All while talking to the biggest guests in all of sports. We talk to celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine Podcast. With new episodes every Tuesday. You can listen to the podcast anytime on the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora, and Stitcher.
0: And let- Let's bring him in, somebody I can't wait to talk to because MLW is getting a restart. And let's bring in MLW CO, the great Court Bauer. Court, how are you?
4: Hey guys, how's it going today?
1: I good, apologize,
0: man. Court, man. We we went a little long with Carl Malone. That guy's, first of all, Carl Malone's crazy. He challenged me to a thumb wrestling match. I'm going to beat his ass when this pandemic is over. But, Court, it's good to have you on, man. How are you, my friend? Hey, doing great, guys.
4: Doing great. And the mailman always delivers. <laughs>
0: we'll see. We'll see <laughs> he what <did>. happens. <laughs> hey, definitely did. Court, so, man, it's been a while. This pandemic is hurting everybody. It's been... Just about, like, seven or eight months since we've had new content from MLW, but it sounds like from everything I'm seeing, that's about to change.
4: Yep, we're finally getting things going for the restart. It's been one of those years where you really can't game plan a year like this, and uh, every month it's something new, and you're just waiting for the science to kind of catch up and to kind of know what you can do and how you can do it to the best of your abilities. Uh, and looking at other sports, uh, other wrestling leagues, and seeing how they did things right, maybe got a few things wrong, and trying to do it the best we can. Uh, and at this point, we're ready to, to do the restart. So we're excited. We're going to have our first batch of tapings in October. And uh, there'll be no crowd, but it's going to be uh, a big, big, uh, and ambitious Undertaker. We're excited to be back.
1: Well, I'm excited for y'all to be back, too. I mean, this has this been a while coming, and uh, y'all got so much great talent. Like, who, who's the person that you're most excited about uh, getting back on the screen? Well, you know, one of the
4: guys that we actually just signed that we haven't had the luxury of having out on our shows is um, Calvin Tankman. He's an incredible, super heavyweight out of the Midwest, and he reminds me a bit of Bam Bam Bigelow, that he's, he's a big guy that can rumble and can fly and just has that freakish athletic ability. Um, I believe he did it some, I think he did one or two camps at WWE's PC uh, and had a little bit of a background training in MMA, but just a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. Kind of like a Jacob Fat too, a big guy that can, that can do a lot of things very wow. versatile. So I'm excited to see him in there. Yeah, he, he's definitely got to be on the lookout for. And, uh, you know, Contra with Jake and Fatu is always interesting. The Von having having them defend the World Tag Title is so I'm looking forward to They actually uh, offered up the Von Eric Ranch out in Hawaii to be our own Russell Island. And I, and let me tell you, if I had the budget to fly everyone, including myself, <laughs> out to Hawaii to do that, you know, we might have to stretch that into a TV taping. TV <laughs> yeah, well, I'm excited about Jake the, uh... and Fatu.
0: Oh, Jacob Fatu. But, I mean, but, but Court, you could have a, a redo of the Island death match if you wanted to.
4: Well, yeah, well, especially if Kevin's wielding that machete on Told Fusion, he's had it, dropping <laughs> uh, through, doing some work out there on the countryside and on the island. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be fun to have guys like that, too, back in the mix. Alex Hammerstone, who was just on the brink, I think, of starting to chase that, too for the title. Uh, both our champions have their respective belts for over a year now so it's like it's an an inevitable collision course we're going to have I want to do that with a crowd and I think that match is best served with the crowd so we're going to try to hold that until we have the crowd I think the fans need to see that one live and hopefully the science gets us there sooner rather than later with the vaccine that we can do that
3: you You know as an owner I'm sorry no
0: go ahead Tommy please
3: as an owner, and I also—I mean, I know you personally. I know you have a a moral code, as you know, and a responsibility to your performers. Uh, so I'm sure you're going above and beyond to make sure all of your performers are going to feel comfortable uh, and take all the proceeds that the CDC needs us to take to for everyone to get back to work. Like. Um, what are you doing, or how are you like? Because you you did you took a smart approach. You laid back and you waited and you see. Also because you know you don't have the financial uh, backing of a WWE or an AEW or you know. Right. So like, where your your game plan here uh, going forward?
4: So yeah. So first thing we did when we started the restart was. Uh, we brought in a COVID compliance officer who certified in the training and the laser Grace and keeps up to speed with everything. We also had with uh, some medical experts along the way just to kind of get a pulse for everything. We had, we had someone down at a John Hopkins symposium a few weeks back, and they're, they're on the cutting edge of everything going on. But the COVID compliance officer is great because he's going to be monitoring everything. He sets the guidebook, the protocols. Uh, and that's for the crew, that's for the staff, that's for the athletes. and Everyone has kind of a different, uh, different set of guidelines, you know, the cleaning of the truck versus, you know, the locker room and setting up pods for each kind of the zone for each locker room. We're not going to have a conventional locker room. Um, and making sure there's people in place like monitors to make sure everyone's observing social distancing uh, and, of course, doing regular testing, which is really important for us. Uh, and with the rapid testing here, uh, with like, uh, Saliva Direct and things like that, that the NBA and Yale pioneered, uh, I think it's gonna be, uh, very helpful for us because the days of doing 24 hour testing or having to outsource to a boutique lab, uh, which is the, you know, fallback option, uh, I think those days are gonna be behind us very soon. Uh, we expect to have the rapid testing, uh, in time for our tapings. And there's like three versions of the rapid testing. There's one we get in a few hours, which is the current one. There's one they're going to introduce, hopefully, by time of our tapings, that's like 30 minutes. And then one by, I think, the end of the year, it's going to be like five minutes. It's be like a pregnancy test, but uh, just using slime from your mouth. So uh, we're looking forward to restarting and having all this stuff in place. And, you know, I, I no one, I don't think any company could anticipate, or even if they made the best efforts, there's just no way, no amount of money, no amount of just, there's no way you could have anticipated how this would roll out, how crazy of a virus this is. Yeah. Uh and everyone just tried their best, you know, and, and, and so now, now we're up. We're gonna do our best to do the you know, step forward with this and, and make sure everyone and the families are, are in good shape. You know, we really don't want anyone at risk.
0: You know, Core, you you know, you're talking that no one saw this coming and it's absolutely true. But now you got this restart. Tell our fans how you know they can see it, when it's gonna start and in you know, the continuation
4: of MLW. Sure, so November, uh, and there's going to be a lot more ways to see MLW than when we first uh, last ran. Uh, you'll be able to watch us in the in week Google sports network, which just launched. Uh, investors include Walt Disney, Viacom, major hedge funds, including the, uh, even our agency, ICM, uh, raised like $300 million, and I think Forbes said they're the next billion-dollar sports network out there. So they're a big player that's going to emerge. And uh we're gonna be their exclusive wrestling destination. So we're excited about that. And there'll be another window. You'll be able to watch us on BM Sports every Saturday. And uh we're also gonna be available on the Zone. So on demand you'll be able to catch us on the zone. We're gonna be doing some exciting stuff with the Zone beyond our just weekly show and, and exclusive content. Uh, some big stuff is in the works. I, I can't talk about it yet, but we were talk we were working out all week with them and it's exciting because they're starting to wrap back up. They have a Canelo fight coming up. Triple G. They
0: have a lot of big stuff. Well, Court, man, please, you know, use the platform because we love you. We love you as a person. We love MLW, so whatever we can do, and again, you know, please support MLW because it, it is one of the best wrestling organizations out there, and they're, they're restarting. The world is starting to open little by little, and the world of MLW is coming back in November. Court, thank you so much for the time, and we'll talk to you
4: down the road. Sounds good. Have a great weekend, guys.
0: So let me quickly go through the big matches that we're going to see with you, Mark, and Tommy. Uh, let's go, first of all, somebody that is a friend of the show, Thunder Rosa, NWA Women's Champion, going after the AEW Women's <laughs> Championship, and that's held by Sheeta. So first, Mark, to you, who do you think is going to win that match tomorrow night? Is it going to be your AEW Women's Champion, Sheeta, or is it going to be our very good friend, Thunder Rosa?
1: You know what, as much as I love Thunder Rosa, I I really have liked watching Sheeta work these last few months. And there's been no hole in her work. She's been a solid performer. And um if you ask in my opinion, I'd like to see her retain.
0: Okay, so Mark says, Sheeta, what about you, Tommy? I will say Sheeta
3: will retain as well due to The NWA champion can't beat the AEW female champion. So backstage politics will hit AEW. All right. Which shouldn't be because I think Dunderosa would be great.
0: I I totally agree. All right. We get the rubber match tomorrow night between Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Mark, who's winning that match in (laughs) the the first ever uh, Mimosa Mayhem match?
1: Watch how fast Chris Jericho wins.
0: Jericho. Oh, Chris Jericho, hey, Chris,
3: Chris, Tommy. I say that'll be the cinematic match, and I give it to Chris Jericho.
0: All right, um, this is a big one that people are talking about: FTR going up against your AEW tag team champions, Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Who do you got, Mark?
1: Uh, I'm gonna have to go Cowboy, man. He's, he's right. a Cowboy.
0: Cowboy up with uh, Kenny Omega, champions retain. What about you, Tommy?
3: I say FTR, and we have a split of Omega and Hangman.
0: All right, we'll see what happens tomorrow night on All Out. All right, Broken Rules match, Mark. Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara, and if Hardy loses, he must leave AEW.
1: Uh, I'm going to have to go with Sammy, and uh, we'll see Matt Hardy down the road in future endeavors somewhere else. Oh, wow, big call by Mark. What do you say, Tommy?
3: I give it to Sammy, and then we find a new version of Matt Hardy, maybe under a mask, or a different version of Matt Hardy shows up uh, later.
0: Ooh, ooh, I like it. We'll see what happens there. All right, um, we have, and this is a you know um, a match that I'm really looking forward to. It's on the pre-show: Big Swole and Britt Baker in a tooth and nail match. So, Mark, who do you got? Britt Baker with Rebel. Or Big Swole?
1: After the ass whooping she took on <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, I'm going to have to go with Swole. Retribution is coming.
3: Oh, okay. I'm a big, big Swole fan as well. I think she's going to whoop some Britt Baker ass, even though Britt ba- I don't think Britt Baker is ready to be back in the ring. I think she's going against doctor's orders.
0: All right, and then we have the 20-man Casino Battle Royale match. Can't wait to see that. Also, we have the eight-man tag match with the Dark Order, Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares with Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Don't have a lot of time to get into that match, so let's go right to the main event. John Moxley, your champion, going up against MJF. Mark, who do you got?
1: Ooh. uh, I think that this is the... This is, this is, uh, Moxley's gonna lose, basically. Wow, MJF. I think, MJF. M- I think M- MJF is gonna get his first world title, and this will oh. be the one that uh, catapults him to the top of pro wrestling.
0: Wow, at 24 years old, also the, uh, the paradigm shift is banned for this match. Who do you got, Tommy? John Moxley, your champion, or MJF?
3: I would say that John uh, John Moxley loses because of something to do with his finish, where he delivers it, and that's how MJF wins uh, on some sort of technica technology or technical technical. technicality, Tech-
0: technicality, or technology. That, that thing.